Hello and welcome to episode number five of my podcast, Therapia. Let's talk about life. So last time we talked about rejection and why it can be good for you and why and how being rejected could be helpful and actually a good thing. Today, I want to take a look at the other side of the medal. What happens when we are the rejectees, uh, the ones that reject and why that is also not only okay but it can also be a very good thing so if um, we start with an everyday example um and i know i'm using a lot of examples from dance um but dance is a big part of my life uh, so you get to hear a lot about it as well and a second thing is that i believe that most people can relate to this. Most of us have been to a party at least once in our lives and we know um, yeah, what it is. So uh, let's say that you are at this party and this person comes and invites you to dance and you know for sure that this is going to be a horrible, terrible dance. You are going to be hit on the head at least once and stepped on your toes uh, more than what healthy is. And yes, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but let's say that you are completely, totally certain that you are going to get a really, really bad experience out of this. And you still say yes. Why? Why on earth would you say yes to something that you know for sure is going to be bad? I'll tell you why. Because it is the polite thing to do. Because you're considerate, because you're a good person, because you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And this is all very fine and can be very noble and very likable. But what about your feelings? And your toes, for that matter. Hurting other people's feelings is not allowed, is not okay. But you're allowed to hurt yourself or your feelings. So... Obviously, this is a minor insignificant example and um, maybe you think that nothing will happen if you just, you know, have one bad dance. It's, it's okay, it's not a big deal. But something does happen. You give yourself a signal that it is okay to cross that boundary. That putting yourself in harm's way is not a big deal. That respecting your like wishes and, and the desire to say no is, I mean, yeah, you don't respect yourself in that way. And even though this is a small insignificant example, sometimes small things can be easier to deal with. So maybe next time that there's a little bit of no in you and you are not feeling saying it because you're like, ah, ma, maybe nothing will happen even if I say yes, just say no. Like practice. Um, saying no is a way of setting boundaries and is also about taking care of yourself. Another example could be, for me, this is one of the good ones. Like, have you seen babies that spit out the food they don't like? Even though it's not entirely aesthetic, this for me is the perfect picture of setting a boundary. It's quite messy, yes, and not very elegant at all. But it's very simple. You don't like it, you don't say yes. You just spit it out because you don't feel pressure to be polite or, or, or yeah, small kids, they don't feel that pressure. Um, if we try to escalate things a little bit and try to look for another example, it could be people that stay in unhealthy, um, even abusive relationships 
because they're afraid to leave uh, and to hurt other people's, uh, the other person's feelings by leaving. This could be an example and a, a bit more serious one. Um, in general, a lot of people have difficulty saying no and, and they can have different arguments and different reasons when you ask them why. Mm. So it could be, I don't want to hurt the person's feelings. Yes, but what about your feelings? Or another one could be, I don't want them to be angry with me. Okay, they get angry. So so what? Let them get angry. You have the right to say no. Or another one is just easier to agree. Is it really easier? Maybe it's easier now, but what about the consequences? If you have to deal with some consequences, like for a longer period afterwards, that is not easier. Um, another one I can um, think of right now is like, I feel guilty saying no. Okay, so you feel guilty because you're choosing yourself and your own desires. We all have our inner pleaser and um, yeah, it is totally human. Um, as human beings, we do have um, that um, desire to please and to say yes. And at some point in our life, the pleaser had a function and that function is um, more often than not is connected to survival. It is actually a survival strategy. So it's okay to have it, but when instead of helping us, the inner pleaser starts being in the way, it's time to say goodbye. And how do we say goodbye? How do we deal with the inner pleaser? I hate to repeat myself, but obvious answer is therapy. Although if you want a quick fix, uh, yeah, well, no, there are no quick fixes. But I can share a trick that maybe you can use um, Try and think about what would you do, what would your advice be if it was your child? Um, or if you don't have kids, that what would you say to your best friend? Would you tell them to go and have a lousy dance or stay in an abusive relationship because it's more important to be nice? No, you wouldn't. It is more important to set boundaries and to take care of yourself. Um... I hope this was helpful, or at least that it set some a process of thinking about saying no um, in, in you. And um, one last thing before I leave you, even though I completely and totally like support saying no, be polite when you reject. Imagine how you would feel if somebody both rejected you and was an a-hole about it. So be nice. Summa summarum, it is okay to say no, but still be nice about it. I will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Have a nice day. Bye for now.